few weeks ago or two weeks ago or yeah two weeks ago sorry <laughs> i've been traveling so much here and the last sunday you know uh, I, i just came into church for 10 minutes and we had, we went to charlotte we were ministering in charlotte with the team from my church we are helping a church uh, there in in charlotte um, and and um, you know this whole next two months i'm traveling quite a bit next week i'm going to spain uh, to help a church out and and then uh, in june in singapore and the only reason i'm saying that is anybody wants to go they can you know <laughs> uh, but uh, you know one of the things that uh, uh, last week uh, uh, brother greg did a fantastic job yeah. you know <laughs> and uh, one of the words that came forth out you know was from that proverbs 28 the righteous are bold as a lion amen the righteous are bold as a lion you know so i'm going to start out there uh, today and the reason i'm starting out there is because two weeks ago i i i started talking about this walking and ministering in the power of god and and two weeks ago we just kind of uh, we talked about the holy spirit of the inflow of the holy spirit if anyone is thirsty let him come let him drink and and you're not only responsible to drink but you're also responsible to release the river of god amen and we talked about just ministering to people through this the power of tongues the power of tongues and interpretation amen and so hopefully i have enough time and hopefully uh, we're going to do something uh, that will move you out of your comfort zone this morning look at your neighbor for a moment just look at your neighbor i to say neighbor smile you look better that way Okay and so that's the direction I'm going to take you and end it to move you out of your comfort zone this morning and so uh, we got to do this really fast okay and then so let's do it let's start in the book of proverbs chapter number 28 verse number 1 we know it but let's read it out loud together okay 321 the wicked flee when no one pursues but the righteous are bold as a lion amen It says the wicked flee that's the foundation the wicked flee when no one is pursuing but the righteous are bold as a lion amen that does not mean that the wicked are not bold you need to keep that in mind sometimes the wicked are more bold <laughs> Right? The Bible says something like this in Proverbs 14:16 A wise man fears and departs from evil but a fool rages and is bold <laughs> One translation says a fool is careless and is bold okay and so please understand the boldness is nothing to do with <laughs> you have to put on or act something out because you're a Christian no even the wicked are bold But the issue is what is the foundation? The foundation is being righteous. Being righteous. The wicked also are bold, but the difference is they're bold and careless. But the righteous are bold and life-giving. Hello somebody. That your boldness has a life-giving fruit to it. Am I making sense? You? It's not in the boldness, it's in the righteousness 
Am I making sense? Do you? In other words, what we like is this in Romans chapter number 5, verse 17 in the Passion. Can we read it together out loud? Okay. We're not reading a false document. Okay. We're reading the living, written, active word of God. Amen. And so let's open our mouth where our ears can hear. Okay. Three, two, one. Death once held us in its grip. And by the blunder of one man, death reigned as king over humanity. But now, how much more are we held in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life? Enjoying our freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only Jesus. Amen. He says, listen, because of Jesus, you and me have been made righteous. What does righteous mean? Righteous means, listen, I don't have a guilty conscience. I am not worried that there is some kind of things happening behind the scene. No. I am in right standing with God. Amen. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, I am in right standing. That is my confidence. Am I making sense to you? That is my confidence that that God will stand with me. That God is for me. That is my confidence that when I stand, God stands. That when I act, God acts. That is my confidence that, listen, I am not alone. That is my confidence that God will not embarrass me. Why? Because I stand in perfect righteousness, not because of what I have done, but because of what Jesus has done and given righteousness as a gift. Am I making sense to you? And because I'm in right standing, because me and God are good, Because you and God are best friends. Listen, there is a boldness. There is a boldness that is life-giving. Am I making sense? There is a confidence that when I stand and say something, the Bible says, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you, till the end of the world, I am with you. Amen? There is a boldness about a believer. There is a boldness about you. Why? Because God is with you. God is for you. God is not going to embarrass you, but God is going to walk it out with you. Am I making sense to you this morning? And so as we talk about walking and and ministering in the power of God, you need to realize that it needs to come out of that union with God. needs to come that, listen, you're not alone in this thing, but God is with you. God is for you. God is co-laboring with you. Amen. It's not a sense of a guilty conscience. It's a sense of a right standing with God. Am I making sense? It's a right standing with God. Therefore, I said to you two weeks ago, in 2 Corinthians 6, where it says, Paul writes and says, as God's partners, as working together with Him, same, same verse in different translations, as God's co-workers. Listen, we are partners, co-laborers, in partnership with God. And therefore, we do not take what has been given to us ignorantly. Amen. The Bible says, listen, to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. No, we don't ignore it. Another translation, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. You know, same translation, uh, sorry, same verse, different translation. We urge you not to let God's kindness be wasted. And so there is a gift of righteousness that has come 
totally by grace in our life don't waste it don't ignore it but walk in the confidence walk in the confidence why because i like this it says listen but now how much more are we held in the grip of grace in the grip of grace in the grip of grace and continue reigning as kings in life i like this word he says enjoying our regal freedom amen enjoying our regal freedom amen i want to say to you again listen you are god's partners you are god's co-laborers amen you are not alone you are in partnership amen come on look at your neighbor i to i right now come on look at your neighbor and say neighbor god is my partner come on look at your other neighbor the second choice say neighbor i am co-laboring i am co-working with god amen amen and the, one of the ways that we do that is learning the bible says jesus said i'm going away to the father right and he says i'm going to send someone just like me he's with you but he shall be in you who is it it is the holy spirit amen you and the holy spirit are the dynamic duo amen you and the holy spirit working together carrying out living out the plans and purposes that the father has for you and me amen the bible says in the book of galatians chapter number 5 It says something like this. It says in Galatians 5:16, it says, "So I say, live by the spirit." So I say, live by the spirit. Paul writing to the church in Galatia, he said, "So I say, live by the spirit. Live by the spirit." And then two verses later in verse 18, he says, "But if you are led by the spirit." He says, live by the spirit he says led by the spirit he says live by the spirit i know this is annoying but but led by the spirit amen you got two functions live by the spirit being led by the spirit okay everybody say this after me live by the spirit led by the spirit one more time live by the spirit led by the spirit amen because these two functions okay that we are co-laboring not alone we are learning to live by the spirit we are learning to be led by the spirit amen these two functions ongoing in our life paul writing to the church in ephesians say something like ephesians say something it says i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit or by his spirit in your inner being he said he said i'm praying that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you give you courage give you a sense of valor give you a, a sense of stability and a urge to press in why because that strength that that, that the ability to it comes by living by the spirit it's not of your own but it's by living by the spirit and then so uh, this morning i put some things in this is not part of my message but i just put it in this morning because i felt like 
I just feel like doing it anyway. <laughs> and, and the reason is because I feel like a lot of people, is this my phone? Uh, I feel like a lot of people, they have a knowledge about the Holy Spirit, but they have not really cultivated to live by the Spirit. They have not really um, um, communed with the Spirit. They have not really, don't know what to, how to build intimacy friendship with the Holy Spirit. Am I making sense to you? Because as soon as they say Holy Spirit, only thing that they come about, power, give me power, give me power. But, but, but they have not learned that they want to be led by the Spirit. But, but before led, first learn to live by the Spirit. Am I making sense to you? And so I, I just put up some things on the screen. I'm going to walk you through it in just a few moments. And, and the reason I put this up is just to, you can take a look at it. You can put it in your life or you can just kind of skip over it. I would take a look at it in your life. I would write some things down. Why? Because it will help you. Right? You don't have anything to write down. After the book of Malachi, there's a blank page. And... And, and in that page, you can write these few words down. Why? Because this will help you. Because these are some important things. This is something I do every single day of my life. And so preaching this thing is going to be very fast. It's easy. Why? Because I feel like this is important. If you want to cultivate, build an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. If you want to uh, 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 learn to live by the Spirit. Right? These are some things that, that you've got. Why? Because please understand, when you spend time with somebody, you should expect some change, some transformation. Right? I don't want to just be used by the Spirit. I want to change in the process. Am I making sense to you? I don't want to just be a vessel used by God. No, I want the vessel to be changed and transformed. And so let me just give you a few things that I feel like are important in cultivating, learning to live by the Spirit, some important ingredients. Can I do that? Huh? And so just take a few things. Everything that you know already, I know, but I'm just kind of putting in some kind of order for you to take some time and take something seriously in this season. Right? What are some ingredients I need to have communion, to have fellowship, to learn to build? What are some things I need? Well, let me give you a few. Number one is the fear of the Lord. Hello, somebody. I say to the Holy, this is what the Bible says, I will put my fear in their hearts so they will not depart from me. Unite my heart. Why? To fear your name. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. He's literally come and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. If you're going to cultivate uh, an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, one of the things that need to happen in your life is that you need to be smeared, rubbed with, massaged in, worked in your spirit. The fear of the Lord. Hello, somebody. It says it's the beginning of wisdom. Just the beginning. <laughs> right? It's the beginning of wisdom. Is he that fears the Lord? Huh? The Bible says, <laughs> you know, I've never been to a wealth conference okay, where they talked about this. They'll talk about all kinds of strategies. But the Bible says something like this. The fear of the Lord tends to life and that person, the Lord adds honor and riches. I've never been to a wealth conference they talk about the fear of the Lord. 
But it's an access. And so it's the fear of the Lord. If you want to develop an intimate relationship, then, then, then spend time every day. I, Holy Spirit, work inside of me. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Amen. And so let me help you get started this morning. Can I do that? Let's take our hand. The hand is not going to do anything, just as an act. Take our hand. Let's put it upon our heart. Okay. And would you pray a simple prayer with me? Okay. Say, Holy Spirit, this morning, I ask, would you pour inside of me your anointing for the fear of the Lord in every area of my life? Teach me to fear in an honorable way, in a reverential way. Take me on this path. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right? Simple thing. Right? What would happen if you did that every day? What would happen if you gave that access to the Holy Spirit to work inside of you the fear of the Lord? Amen. Secondly is the word called endurance. Endurance. One of the things I see all the way through the scriptures when it connects to the Holy Spirit, it says the Holy Spirit will strengthen you. The Holy Spirit will put put, put, put courage inside of you. The Holy Spirit will add valor inside of you, might inside of you. And so one of the things that you and me need is endurance. Why? Because we give up too easily. (laughs) Especially when it comes to the things of God. We give up too easily. It says, Colossians 1, being strengthened with all power. May the Lord direct your heart into the patience, endurance of Christ. Now don't look around. But that person next to you probably needs some patience. Right? But instead of looking at them, you probably need some patience. Right? I don't know about you, but I need some patience. I need some endurance. And it would make my life a whole lot different if every day I ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, in this relationship, can you work some endurance in me? The Bible says, he that, you know, please understand, the race is not to the swift, okay? The, the race is there that finishes. I want to finish well. You can have some great things happen in your life, but, but it's not the great events. It's, are you finishing well? Am I making sense to you? And then so, would you just take a moment and would you uh, take your hand, let's put it on your heart, let's close our eyes just for a moment and let's pray. Father, by your Holy Spirit, and by your love, work in me, endurance, might, strength, patience, to not give up, but to keep pressing in to what you have for my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's every day asking, Holy Spirit, cultivate endurance. Number three, love. You know, for example, if we were doing a meeting, okay, and say we're doing a conference, and we title the conference, Holy Spirit Conference. Just, just simple, you know. And, and we want to advertise that. We want to let everybody know. And, and I want to say, well, what are some of the words we can use to advertise or, or to tell people about this Holy Spirit Conference? You know. And, and if I go around and give the mic this morning, you'll hear words like revival, power, signs, wonders, miracles, transformation, you know, empowerment, breakthrough. 
We'll hear all these great, great words. Uh, but, but, but I almost can promise you, it might be one around, but, 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 but you'll not hear the word love. Because we don't connect love to the Holy Spirit. But the Bible says, <laughs> the love of the Father is poured out into our hearts. By who? By the Holy Spirit. The Bible says it is the Holy Spirit who teaches us to cry, Abba, Father. If there is intimacy with the Holy Spirit, please understand, you are a love-filled person. Hello, somebody. And sometimes when we say Holy Spirit, we want all these other things, but we forgot the foundation. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, I'm going away. (laughs) I'm sending you Someone just like me. Do you know why? Because he's, this is what he says to the disciples. He says, listen, because when I look at you, John chapter number 14, when I look at you, he says, I see you as orphans. And so, what does the Holy Spirit do? He comes in and pours the love of the Father. Amen. Why? To deal with our orphanness. How? With the love of the Father. Amen. And so what do I do? Every day I pray, Holy Spirit, pour inside of me the height, the depth, the width, the length, amen, of the love of the Father. Can we do that for a moment? Ah, Let's take our hand, close our eyes. Father, I thank you for pouring your love through the Holy Spirit in my life. Let it be like a river flowing in me And through me, daily, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) The fourth thing, I put the word light, light of his glory. The reason I put the word light is that the Bible says in the book of Corinthians chapter number 12, Verse number 7. It says, For the gifts of the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to each person. The word manifestation in the Greek language is the word light. Okay? It means that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are brought to light or brought into visibleness. Something that you can see, hear, feel. You know? And then so it's brought to light. And so the fourth thing that I pray every day, I say, Holy Spirit, give me a hunger for the light of your glory. That means the power. That means your character. That means, Lord, the gifts of the Spirit begin to operate in my life. Am I making sense to you? And so, here we go. Let, let's pray very quickly. Let's put our hand on this. Father... I thank you for the Holy Spirit. And today I ask that the light of your glory be seen in my life, through my life. I say today, show me your glory. Let your glory be seen through my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. One thing focus. Why? Because I find at least seven times in the New Testament I find seven times in the New Testament uh, that, that, that Jesus confronted or there is a verse that says hey, this one thing you are lacking. <laughs> right? One thing you are lacking. You know, for example he says, Mary has chosen that part. This one thing you are lacking. Paul says, hey, this one thing I do, 
pressing okay, <laughs> into the mark of the higher calling in Jesus Christ. Am I making sense to you? To the man who says, listen, who is my neighbor? Jesus said, listen, there's one thing lacking. Sell everything and give it to poor. And he walked away. And, and so I began to realize, God, I don't want to be so busy doing stuff that I lack the one thing. That you say, yes, you're doing good, 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 good. But this one thing. <laughs> and so, Lord, help me not to lose focus. I don't want to be so do- busy doing the work of the Lord that I forget the Lord of the work. Am I making sense to you? And then so I, I pray for that one thing, focus in my life. And so look, you let your hand on your, your heart and say, Father, help me to keep you as the one thing focus in my life. Remove distraction. Remove those sins that I easily fall into. Help me to walk with stability. And to keep the main thing, the main thing in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul, writing to the church in Ephesians, he says something like this in Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 1. He says, may you walk worthy of the call of God. What does that mean? That simply means this, that hey, who you are, and what you're called to do, let it match. Am I making sense? Who you are and what you're called to do, let it be in sync. Let not what I do and who I am be two different people. Let not be me Sunday morning different and Monday to Saturday different. Am I making sense? That I'm worthy. Amen. That I match up my life, my character. Am I making sense to you? My things that I do when no one sees. The things that I send on my iPhone. The things that I watch when no one's looking. May I walk worthy of the call of God. Am I making sense to you? And so, take your hand and let's pray. Father, by your Holy Spirit, help me to walk worthy of the call of God in my life, in attitude, in action, in words, in behavior, in conversation, in my times alone. Change me, transform me, and let my life match up to your blueprint for my life. In Jesus' name, amen. My speech. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's a good verse. If you don't know a verse to memorize. Psalm 141. Set a guard. If people were as faithful as setting a guard and putting a mask during the pandemic. Then life would have been much more healthier. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. What is he saying? He said, listen, I can do whatever this is. This, this. But, 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 but my tongue gives away the content of my heart. 
Am I making sense to you? And so, Lord, put, put a filter. Lord, help me that the words that come out of my mouth are life-giving, that they add life, that, 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 that they're salt, and, and, and that, that they're filled with grace. And, and when I speak to people, when I say things, I feel that it's life-giving. Hello, somebody. Every day I'm praying, Holy Spirit, I need help with my tongue. I need help to put a filter in how and what. Am I making sense to you? Would you take your hand and and say, Father, by your word, by your spirit, help me to put a guard, to put a filter on my speech so that I may speak life-giving words, words that are in line with your purposes in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm just giving you some simple, simple things that I feel are important to cultivate. The Bible says, listen, uh, uh, when it talks about the Holy Spirit in Ephesians chapter number 4, in Ephesians chapter number 5, it says things towards believers. Okay? It says things towards believers, not unbelievers. It says things like this to believers in chapter 4, chapter 5, Ephesians. It says, stop lying. It's not saying towards unbelievers. It's saying to the most glorious church of that time was the church of Ephesians. People like the mother, (laughs) Mary, the mother of Jesus went to that church. John went to that church. It's saying in that church, stop lying. (laughs) If they need to be told, we need to be told. (laughs) Am I making sense to you? You say, listen... Be careful what comes out of your mouth. Ephesians chapter number 4 verse 27, 28. Don't give any place to the devil. It's not talking about unbelievers. Talk about believers. Amen. And then so, so, so here's another one. Humility. I said, Holy Spirit, help me to walk in humility. Here's another one of those Proverbs verses where the Bible says, and, and, and I've said this many times, I'm going to say it to you again. I don't know. Of anything in the Bible that offers as much as blessing, as much as benefits as the fear of the Lord and humility. If you just take those words, just even if you just go to Proverbs, and if you have your computer, you have a Bible gateway or, or a blue letter Bible, whatever you use to search things, and just put humility and just go to Proverbs verses. And if you just go to Proverbs verses now, you'll think, oh my goodness, there is nothing in the world that promises. So, he says, he that walks in fear of the Lord and humility, no evil shall visit them. Wow. I didn't say it. Some great man didn't say it. This is God who said it. Wow. <laughs> I pray every day. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's take our hands and say, Father... <laughs> Help me. Give me courage to humble myself in your side, in the sight of your people, to willingly bend. Holy Spirit, help me by your grace to walk in humility daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Every day I pray, Holy Spirit, give me insight to three things, to your word, your will, and your ways. Every day, Holy Spirit, I need insight to your word, to your will, and to your ways. 
I need insight. All those three words combined in one word called wisdom. The Bible says the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Allah also says the spirit of wisdom. What is wisdom? It's giving insight into the word of God, his ways, and his will. Am I making sense? To I need those things sing together. I might know the word, but I don't know what his will is in a particular situation. I know the general, but and I don't know what the ways are to get from A to B. And so I need something that the voice of the Lord will speak to me and say to me, this is the way, walk in it. Turn not to the left, turn not to the right. This is the direction, go. And I need that daily. And so take your hand, let's pray. Father, I thank you by your Holy Spirit. Pour in me the spirit of wisdom that am I inside into your word, into your ways, into your will. In Jesus' name. Amen. And, 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 and lastly, I pray every day, Holy Spirit, because it is the kingdom of God that is righteousness, peace, and joy. Where? In the Holy Spirit. Right? In the Holy Spirit. And so, every day I pray, Holy Spirit, work in in me, minister to me, impart in me peace and joy. That comes by you, not by natural means, but that comes by you in my spirit. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is what? Is your strength. Amen? Is your strength. Is your so I pray every day and then, and so I just put it up like that. This is this is this is just a simple way to kind of for you to remember. It's the word called fellowship. You learn to fellowship with the Holy Spirit daily. Paul writing to the church in Galatia, he says, "Listen, you be live by the Spirit, and you be." led by the spirit you learn to live how do I live by the spirit by fellowshipping amen by fellowshipping by asking um, uh, it's two fellows in a ship I, 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 I fellowship with the Holy Spirit let the fear of the Lord be cultivated let endurance be cultivated let the love of God be cultivated let the light of your glory there will be a hunger for the glory of God let there be that one thing focus in my life let my speech let humility let insight into your word your will and your way and let the peace and joy of the Holy Spirit be worked in daily in my life and so every day I fellowship. Why? I'm learning to live by the Spirit. Everybody say, by the Spirit. Amen. And so I want to encourage you daily. Listen, make it serious. You don't know on your way to work. Hey, you can just take these simple things and just start one by one. You don't finish, then on the way back from work, finish it off. Am I making sense to you? You drop your kids to work. Hey, you got that 15 minutes to go back home or go to your work. Hey, put it in play. Am I making sense to you? Why? Because what I want to help you is this morning. Is just Listen, let's cultivate intimacy. Let's cultivate relationship. Let's cultivate intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now, now let me move to the second side. Everybody say, led by the Spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 14, it says, As many of them that are sons of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. 
Amen. And so you and me can be led by the Spirit of God. And so the Bible says in Corinthians, he's the verse I pulled up or said about before. It says in, in Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Listen to this. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. That means you. That means me. That means I am included. That means I have the right for the manifestation of the Spirit of God in my life. Amen? And so it goes on to say, what does the word manifestation mean? It means to make visible. Make visible what? What is that manifestation? Verse number 8 and 9 and 10 and 11 says something like this. It says, for to the one is given the word of wisdom... It says, listen, the word of wisdom can be brought visible. It says, the word of knowledge can be brought visible. It says, listen, faith, healings, miracles. Listen, it's gone to the discernment, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues. It is made visible. Who is it given to you? To each one. And so, in this verse, we have these nine things. He says, listen, these nine gifts can be made visible. Now, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I talked about tongues and interpretation of tongues. How to just kind of make it visible in a very simple way. So, what I'm going to do for the next few moments, hopefully, uh, is talk about this one. The word of knowledge. Hello, somebody. The word of knowledge. Why? Because it's given to each one. That means you. Okay, that means you. And so, can I walk you through this, this morning? Are you okay? Everybody's like nervous. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> let's just hear the message and go home. <laughs> and then, so, so, so let's talk about this for a few moments. Okay, What is the word of knowledge? The word of knowledge is the supernatural manifestation of a portion or a fragment of God's total knowledge. Okay? Total knowledge... <laughs> containing facts, information, specifics in the past and present that would not be known by natural means. As it's not God's complete knowledge, it's just a portion, it's a tiny bit. It's just something that you need at that moment. It has come to you not by natural means, but come by the Holy Spirit in your life. Does that make sense? It's very, very simple, you know. And then so, let's look at some examples. Examples, okay? Examples. And then so, uh, uh, Acts chapter number 9, verse 10 through 12. Okay? Uh, okay, okay? Let's read it together. Okay, let's read it together. 3, 2, 1. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here am I, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive his sight. And so here we have an example of a word of knowledge. What is a word of knowledge? It's information. It's not God's total knowledge, but small little tiny bit information that is given to this man. Okay? And the Bible says, God told him, he says, the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called state. And so, please understand, God told him where to go. Right? God told him which street to take. God told him who to look for. God told him, you know, where he came from. God told him what he would be doing. God told him what his responsibility would be. 
Hello, somebody. When I read that, I thought, oh my goodness, God can tell me street name. Oh my goodness, God can tell me the house number. God can tell me what they are doing in the house. Hello, somebody. And God told me what my responsibility is. For example, for him, he told him, he said, listen, go hand, lay hands on him. Okay. But he tells him why. He, he said, listen, listen. But the Lord said to him, go for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer. For he not only tells him what to do, he tells him why. Am I making sense to you? Why? And then so, uh, uh, I, I want to just give you another example. Just give you two more examples, then personal example, and then kind of uh, help you see something. Samuel chapter number 16. He says, how long will you mourn for Saul? This is God saying to Samuel. Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel, fill your horn with oil, <laughs> go, I'm sending you to the house of <laughs> Jesse the Bethlehem, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel says, how can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. And the Lord says, take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. And it goes on to detail and you know the story. So uh, uh, let me just say something from this story. Here is Samuel. God tells Samuel. He says, listen, he tells him what city to go to, tells him what house to go to. He tells him all the details. And that's a word of knowledge. When God gives you information, that's a word of knowledge. He's giving. But, but here's my problem with that story. God tells him what city to go to, what house to go to, what to do, everything. I mean, if there are ten things, he tells him nine things. And I thought, God, why couldn't you add another word? By the way, it's David. I mean, why... Put the poor guy through all these nine things. Gave him so much detail. And by the way, it's David. And so, but, 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 but he learns and you need to learn. That you need to move out in as much as information that you have. And in your obedience, the next one will come. Sometimes you want to know the full entire thing. You're not going to get the full entire thing. What God is looking for is obedience and so he goes down he goes down to the house of David he said listen I've come to anoint listen they got scared he said don't worry God already told me I've come to sacrifice so nobody's going to get alarmed and then he said bring your sons and so he said it must be this one sometimes in a word of knowledge we make that mistake in looking at the natural world I don't think he or she really needs healing I don't think he or she listen it's not by the natural it's by the spirit and he almost makes a mistake. He says, it must be this one. You know? Why? Because he looks like the king. He has that stature. He has that. God, this is not the one. Next one. This is not the one. This is not the one. This is not the one. He goes through all seven of these. This is not the one. He's like, oh, oh I think I missed it. Because I went through all seven. What do you do when you've said something and, and, and you've done everything that you know to do and nothing is there? Well, you do a simple thing. Ask questions. What did David, what did Samuel do? He said, uh, listen, I prayed for your son, none of them ever. Uh, any chance you got any more children? <laughs> He's like, yes, there's one outside looking out the window. Bring him. And as soon as he came in, please understand, he was not somewhere out. The Bible says he was just outside, you know. Uh, uh, as soon as he brought he says, this is the one. I have learned many, many times when a word of knowledge, when God is sharing and I'm saying something and, I'm, and, and, and the people are not responding or, or maybe I'm, I'm praying for somebody and God gives me a word of knowledge and I've come to the end and, and there's no response. I just ask questions. Hey, 
Does this mean, do, do you have anything happen like that? Why? Because please understand, you are not uplifting yourself that I heard from God. No. What you are trying to do is get a revelation and, and what you are trying to do is, is fulfill God's purpose. What is God's purpose? That person to obey what God is telling him to do. That person to get healed. That person to connect to God. Am I making sense to you? Now, now here's what I want to say, say to you before I go on. I see people all the time ministering to people that I want to go and slap them. Why? Because, you know, I, I, I know people, they'll go, hey, look at me, hey, stand here, do that. Listen, when you are ministering to people, first of all, smile. Right? Just smile. Be approachable. Right? Go maybe look in the mirror, well, I'll be scared myself. Then, then change. Right? Are you understand what I'm saying? Why? Because you are representing Jesus. And so if Jesus looked down as like, that don't look like me. Are you understand what I'm trying to say? And so, when you are ministering or whatever, don't shake, don't they, you're, listen, it's a privilege for you to bless someone, to praise someone, and so always ask permission. Always ask something that, hey, you know, can I do this? I don't care, you are anointed, I don't care, angel came this morning to your house and told you what to do. Listen, when you are with people, you love people. Am I making sense? Do you, you bend down for people. Why? Because please understand, our identity, our security does not come from them. It comes from God. It does not come from our gifting. It does not come from what God said. It comes from our intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Am I making sense? Do you? You know, I, 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 I had gone to a, a, a particular country and when I had gone to this particular I had gone to do a pastor's conference I was staying in this hotel and, 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 and uh, doing a conference for two days and the first day of the conference first time in the country it's only pastors there are about 250 pastors in that hotel room I came down and I was doing two, three sessions and, and, and I came down I started preaching and, 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 and just only senior pastors and, and God told me that there is this man on the right it's, it's not told me I saw a movie most of the time when I get word of knowledge it's almost like a movie and and, and so um, uh, 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 I saw this movie where this pastor who has a church of about 600 people, uh, again I didn't know that until before, uh, till after my first time there, uh, God showed me a movie that this pastor who's married, has children, was having an affair. Okay. I saw the whole movie, I saw the name of the person, I saw the color, everything I see, you know, and, and I preached. And uh, uh, in the session, I had to go and minister to people. And so I came to this person. I asked the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, how do you want me to minister to this person? Why? Because when God ministers, God ministers in a way that brings life to people. Amen. And then so uh, I went to him. I started praying for him. And then and the Holy Spirit began to give me word. I said, listen, do, God loves you. God is madly in love with you. Matter of fact, he's totally crazy about you. Matter of fact, listen, he wants to come in your life and show off in your life. A matter, and I just began, did not say anything. Did not say anything regarding what I saw. What, nothing at all. 
I just loved him by the spirit of God. I released life into him. I went back. I kept preaching. I preached the second session. Preached the third session. After the third session, he came to talk to me. He said, hey, uh, uh, do you have any time sometime that you're here for a few days? Uh, I said, well, I'm going back up to my room for lunch. You want to come up? And then so he came up for lunch. He sat in my room and, and he just opened up. He said, Pastor, I don't know who to tell to, what happened, but, but, but I fell into this thing and I'm having an affair. And I said, oh, really? I did not tell him, but the Lord already told me. <laughs> There's no reason. If I said it, then I am now. Yeah. I already knew. I, it's, nothing, it's nothing to do with me. Hello, somebody. Has nothing to do with me. But you got to be careful. That because a lot of people they, 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 they get angry not in the spirit but in their flesh why? because they don't see people line up and so they want to do it in the flesh you need to become serious you need to give more you need it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance how can I pour goodness you know I didn't say he opened up I said you know what hey listen since the Bible says you confess, you'll have mercy. That's what it says in Proverbs. I said, why don't we call your wife? She said, I don't think so. It's, it's going to be like a... I said, no, why not? You know, it's up to you. I said, you know, I, if you think so. I said, well, the wife came in for the next two hours. We had a fighting match and, and screaming, shouting, blah, 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 this, this, whatever. Uh, obviously, and, 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 but the grace of God came in that room. God touched them. It's been about six years now. They have the healthiest marriage that they've ever had and the strongest church that they ever had. Nothing, nobody ever, you know. God dealt and healed. I never had to tell anything till today. Am I making sense? What am I saying? I'm saying that you need to learn that when God gives you a word of knowledge, we are not trying to find trash. We are trying to release treasure. We're trying to release life. Am I making sense to you? We're trying to release something that, that's there that, 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 that will call that person to conviction and back to intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Am I making sense to you? And so when God gives you... Jesus said, when Nathaniel came, he said, listen, I saw you under the fig tree. Am I making sense to you? And so people ask me all the time, well, well how does a word of knowledge happen? Well, number one, I see it. For me, I see it. And, and you can see it in two, three different forms. Number one, you can see it like a movie. You know, just like a movie with audio and sound. You know, people will, that has never happened to me. Well, I'm going to pray today. And activate so that that can start happening to you. You can see. And so maybe some of you do, it never happened. But well, let me pray today and let's see. Maybe God opens up something and will start, uh, but, 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 but you, you need to respond to it. That means that, that, that you need to obey. <laughs> if God is saying that, you need to learn to obey. Okay? I see it. I see it in movies. Number two, I see it in pictures. Many times, it's like a slideshow. You remember the old uh, projectors, you know? They'd be like, you know, you, you have a slideshow, right? Like, and so I began to realize, many times it comes like a slideshow to me. I see one thing, but the next one will not come until I obey and say, hey, there is someone here, you have, or there is, hey, you have this issue with this personal. You know, I need to go, when I obey, God gives me the second or the third, whatever it is, knowledge, okay? Uh, uh, for me, uh, many times I see words, Right? This happens probably more than anything almost every single day of my life. Have you seen that, uh, uh, I always say this, uh, Arby's commercial? Right? It's like, I'm thinking Arby's, you know? It's like, it's like a symbol on the head in Arby's. It's like, I'm thinking Arby's. 
for me, almost every single day, I can be walking through a mall, I can be like a cash register, I, I, can, I see words on people's chest, you know. Sometimes you don't know what to do with it because, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes I'll just see the word lust or see the word pornography, I'll see the word heart. But I don't know, something wrong, heart, physically, or, or is there a you know, broken heart, or whether it's, you know, I, I don't know, you know. So sometimes I don't know what to do with, but, but, but if it's somebody I'm, I'm allowed to minister to, then, then I'll go, and if, if I see his heart, I don't know. It's like, I'll ask the question, hey, uh, is there anything to, wrong with your heart, or, or do you have anything uh, that your heart needs to be, or, or, or even emotional, you know. I'll ask those questions, why? Because I'll sometimes only see a word like heart. Am I making sense? And then so many times, you know, you get a word of knowledge because you can see something. Okay? You can see something. Everybody say, I want to see. Okay? Number two, many times you feel something. Okay? What does that mean? Many times I'm praying for people. Many times I'm praying for people. I'm laying hands on them. Suddenly I start feeling something. I start feeling something like a pain in the body which I normally don't have. Because a lot of people, they're in pain every day for something. But I'm saying a pain that they normally don't have in the area of the body. Am I making sense to you? And it happens to me quite often in, in this way. I don't like it, but, 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 but it happens to me quite often. I think last Sunday we were at a, a, a church. I, I was ministering to somebody. And suddenly I had such a sharp pain go through my stomach area. And I said, hey, that's not normal. That's not it. And I said to the person, I said, hey, listen. Do you have anything happen in, in your stomach? Anything in this abdomen area? That they, they? She said, I, my doctor just told me that in my whole colon area there's a part that, that has cancerous, you know, and then things like, I said, listen, I just feel a sharp pain, I'm going to pray for you for healing and release healing. Am I making sense to you? And then sometimes you've got to pay attention. Why? It is God pulling on something to get your attention to release something. Am I making sense to you? Sometimes, you, you know, you, you feel things. Sometimes you say things. Sometimes, you know, I am praying for somebody. I'm just praying for you a lot today. Uh, I'm, I'm praying, you know, and suddenly I am shocked by the words that came out of my mouth. Why? Because remember, I'm living by the Spirit. I'm in union with the Spirit. Am I making sense to you? And so as I am praying, the worst thing that you can happen is you get in your mind. Right? You learn to drop down in your spirit and learn to pour it out of your spirit. Am I making sense to you? I know it's time, uh, 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 maybe I'll come back next week and, 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 and I'll, I'll demonstrate to you and, and I will uh, um, uh, I'll give you a little bit more insight into this next week. Okay? Uh, but I'm not going to leave you without making you do something. <laughs> you might as well come to church, you might as well be uncomfortable. If you come to church and it's very comfortable, it's the wrong church. Uh, um, you might as well be a little bit uncomfortable before you go. Will you, will you give me 10 minutes? Yes. Let's stand. Let, 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 let's stand. And, and I, I want you to just give me 10 minutes. Uh, 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 why? Because I believe, I believe God's word. I believe, I've, I've done this, 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 this literally hundreds and hundreds of times. And, 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 and I believe that God honors his word. Amen. Amen. Now, if, if I ask, you know, for example, if there is a sick person here, if I asked you a question, if Jesus was here, right? If Jesus was here and you have prayed for, would you be healed? Yes. 
then why don't we believe the same way where the Bible says where two or three are gathered, there am I. Hello somebody. <laughs> why don't we believe it? <laughs> am I making sense? And then so I want us to take a few moments and practice. Can we do that? Everybody say I'm practicing. I'm practicing. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Yeah. Forgive me. Yeah. I'm practicing. practicing. Okay? okay. Are you okay with practicing? Yes. Are you sure? Okay. And so, uh, two things I want to do. Number one, let me just pray. Okay. After prayer, I'll say, tell you the second thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. And even as Paul said, I've come that I may impart some spiritual gifts unto you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Every person here, Lord, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you would impart by your spirit the gift of word of knowledge in the name of Jesus. Because you said it's manifested for every person. And Lord, I pray that there are people, maybe they've never seen, never seen vision, never seen uh, pictures, never seen uh, words or anything like that. Holy Spirit, right now, I pray that you would activate it, Lord, because I believe your word. I believe that you'll not embarrass us. I believe that you'll activate. I believe, Lord, that you will release something through us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.